0: Matthew 13, in your Bible this morning, for you that are able to do so, if you would like to stand with me for the reading of the Word of God, I begin reading in verse 36, then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came unto him saying, declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend. And them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire, there shall be w- wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as a sun in the kingdom of their father. Now who has ears to hear, let him hear. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure hid in a field. The which, when a man has found, he hideth, and the joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. You may be seated. I want to go on a, a treasure hunt this morning. Jesus said in the parable, the kingdom of heaven is likened to... Treasure hid in a field. The which when a man has found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath, and buyeth that field. The treasure here is Israel. The man is Jesus Christ. The field is the world. The buying is Christ's preaching not only to the church but the world. He buys with his blood. The field becomes the kingdom of the Son of Man in Matthew 37 and 41, which said, He answered unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man forty one, the Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that are offend. Now into that the, you find that the, the field becomes the kingdom. Now the meaning of the parable is pretty clear. Somewhere in the world is hidden a true remnant of believing Israel. Of uh, the treasure found in the field. And then that uh, I want to deal with the treasure this morning. I'm going to to hear the. Uh, we we talked about the treasure being Israel, but I want to talk about a treasure. I think that uh, if we find, will be helpful to you and I this morning. Years ago, when I was about 23 years old, I bought a metal detector, and I uh, used to treasure hunt about uh, quite often at the time I was living in Dayton. I brought uh, the detector came. Back to Price, and uh, my uncle that I grew up with there, he uh, got interested in what I was doing with that metal detector, and he said, "Son, if you go over to the old home place up on the hill," he said, uh, "You know, he said you you might find something kind of coins or something over the, up there. It's been years." Since anybody has been around, that old home place where we grew up, he said, "I want to tell you now he said, my great-granddaddy told me, uh, my daddy, that an Indian came down off of those set hill. My great-granddaddy, he said, was a blacksmith. He shewed horses. And said, so that old Indian told him that if you knew where the, uh, the gold was at, uh, you could be uh, shoeing those horses in gold if you knew where to look in the hill. He said, for as I know, nobody found any gold. But he said, I heard, though, that I was told that uh, a fellow here that uh, up on the hill there, he uh, made moonshine, bootlegged, and had a lot of money. And supposedly he buried that money up around the old home place uh, and uh, four gallon of moonshine. He said, "For as I know, nobody's ever found it. I wasn't interested in the money, but I was thinking about the moonshine. No. Uh, <laughs> and so I, uh, I took him and went to up, had to go up a mountain and got up halfway up, level off there and uh, where the old home place that they grew up was at nothing left but uh, just a shell of what used to be a house and had to go through a lot of obstacles to get up there so i finally got up to around close to the old house place and uh, got to hunt and after a while i got a signal on my detector I got to digging, and boy, lo and behold, I found a treasure. I found a Morgan silver dollar, 18 and42. Boy, that was, that was something I had never found. That's all I found. And so I marked that place. I'm not going to tell anybody where my place to hunt treasure is. And so the treasure found in the field. There must be more treasure hid around that. So I got to going back again, and uh, I got trying to get back in there have to go through weeds and having to go through old brush that had come down and uh, got back there and lo and behold, I ran into a rattlesnake. And uh, needless to say, me and the rattlesnake didn't get along too good. Uh, he went to an early grave. But what it did was cause me to uh, be able to lose A little vision of the treasure. I got to where that I didn't know if I wanted to take go through all of the negatives to get to the treasure. I got didn't want to go through the brush and the weeds and fight the mosquitoes and, and looking out for snakes. The obstacles in the field. Now, when I first started, I didn't see those. I didn't pay no. I'm looking for treasure. But then I began to see some things that kind of dim my desire for the treasure. Could I say to you this morning that we all have a feel? Amen. We all have some things that uh, when we first found the treasure we were delighted and we wanted to buy the field. Some of you guys, you found this young lady. You started courting her. And and boy, the first thing you know uh, the love bug hit. You just got to buy that gal. You got to have that gal. And all you saw was the treasure that she was. And so you married that girl. And things it was great. Boy, that, that was a great treasure, a great find. That was as, as excited as a Morgan silver dollar. Ten years down the road. Two or three kids. And you begin to see that that wife has A feel. She has some obstacles in her field that you didn't see before, because your eyes was on the treasure see. You wanted the treasure. But after a while, you got to seeing the obstacles, and you got to see the things in her field, and it to begin to lessen your desire for the treasure. You forgot that when you was courting her and marrying and getting to marry, all you seen was the beauty. All you seen was, boy, I've enjoyed being with that person. After a while you didn't see the field before you got married. After a few children and after a few years have went by, you begin to see the feel that she has. Uh, You begin to see that, hey, uh, she has a temper. She can get mad. I didn't see that treasure in that treasure. Uh, You find into that, hey, she can uh, uh, have some opinions that are contrary to my opinions. She can be able to go on her own when, without my consent, I'm getting my eyes off the, the treasures. Not looking as good, is it? The treasure is hid in a field, and now I'm beginning to see her field. <laughs> Could I remind you? She's still the godly woman that you married. Amen. She still loves the book. Amen. She still takes care of her children. She still cleans your house. Amen. But boy, this one over here is looking better. That treasure is the beginning. I'm beginning to see another treasure over here. You better be careful. Amen. You're headed down a bad path. You better go back and re-look re- at that treasure again. You better look again and to see the inward qualities that you attracted to outside of the outward qualities, Amen. and so into that you find that that she has a feel, and you've got to overcome the obstacles that you see around that field to get to enjoy the treasure you ladies saw this. Fella, And boy, he caught your eye. You've been praying for him. Lord, give me a, a, a guy like that. Big, strong. You don't have much money, but boy, he's got personality. And I just enjoy being around him. Into that, and I just want to be able to get closer to him. I want to get to know him, and, and I want to, boy, uh, to, uh, to fall in love with him. And, and you fall in love, and you get married, and you are so happy to be able to have uh, this uh, uh, guy for your husband. What a treasure that your mother-in-law thinks that you've got. And into that boy, pretty you know, soon that uh, you you enjoy that treasure, and pretty soon everything is going good. He's still uh, the manly guy that he was when I saw him. He still uh, shows forth his love to me, and he's still, uh, uh, he still uh, he beginning to sag a little bit, though. Few years have gone by, and uh, he begins to lose some of that muscle that he had. Uh, Pretty soon, you find that he's got a feel. You didn't see his feel when you got was a court. Uh, You didn't see the negatives that he had. Uh, You didn't see the rattlesnake that you had to be killed. You didn't see some things that when you was courting him, all you saw was a treasure. And boy, I'm going to get that treasure and I'm going to keep it. I'm going to let nobody else know about it. A few years has gone by. And now you're beginning to see some obstacles that he has. You begin to see that he's got some weeds in his to get to that treasure. In his field, he's got some things that... uh, uh, you don't like. You don't like the mosquitoes. You don't like to keep swatting mosquitoes. And he'll get there a while, he gets to where it's not worth And you begin to withdraw. He's not honey pie anymore. He's not sweetheart now. He's the old man. He's mean and he's temperamental and into that uh, uh, he don't uh, show forth the love that he ought to. He don't brag on me. He don't tell me anymore how good looking I am. Oh, he used to when we first got married tell me how beautiful I was. Now I hardly ever hear him say anything about how pretty I am because I've got three or four kids and because my shape is not what it used to be and into that and uh, but hey he was a treasure when i first met him you forgot he still provides you a home you forgot that he still is a one that leads you in your spiritual life. He's still the one that does the things that nobody else could do. Yes, he's got a field. But I'm willing to go through that field of weeds and mosquitoes and rattlesnakes to be able to keep my treasure. If you're not careful, you'll lose you only can see the negatives. You don't see the positives. You don't see the man that is uh, loves the, the Lord. You don't see the man that loves his church. You don't see the man that is praying for the family. All you see is a grumpy, lazy old man that all he wants to do is go to the racetracks or to the ball games or sit around and chit-chat and leave me out. Now that all comes down to also your church. Can you remember when you first came into church and, and boy, you got to sit and you listen and uh, you, the music was so in, inviting to you and, and so uh, spiritual to your heart. And you come in and the the people were so friendly. Oh, they, they were, and and boy, I was so, and and the preacher, oh my goodness, uh, wasn't he such a nice guy. And could you see at the invitation, people coming forward and and people are praying, people getting right with God, people getting saved. Uh, Boy, that was an, that's an exciting church, isn't it? That's a treasure. Boy, they believe the old King James 1611 Bible, and they stand upon that. And, and in that, they expected me to, you know, to live like a Christian. That was great. A few years go by. After a while, you begin to realize hey, the church has got to feel there are some obstacles there. It's not as, music is not as exciting as it used to be. The preacher don't preach as good as he used to. Uh, The people, did you notice they're not as friendly as they used to be? Well, do you know that I came by and uh, didn't even, Mike didn't even speak to me. Do you realize into that that I went and folks that used to uh, be able to uh, converse with, uh, they had uh, talk they found another friend. I just don't think the the things are I think i'll find me another church I think i'll find me a church to where that people are friendly to where the word of God is preached and, and to where that the people are nice and the preacher don't expect a whole lot out of you you're going to lose a treasure because all you got to, you see and you've got your eyes off the treasure you got your eyes on the on the field and the field has got some things in it and you didn't like it and, and you don't want to swat mosquitoes. You don't want to uh, uh, kill snakes and into that. Oh, you want you want to be able to just to uh, find another treasure. Yeah. World of people have in churches today across the country are dealing with what you're dealing with. Yeah. Could I say to you, every one of you have got a field. I've seen most of your fields. I've seen the snakes, and the weeds, and the mosquitoes in your field. But I love you anyway. You're still a treasure. It's still the best church in Winchester. Amen. It's still the best church in Clark County. Uh, it's still the best church in the state of Kentucky. Well, I say it, it, it's, it's the best church that I know I count it an honor and a privilege to be to be and have a treasure such as I have access to here today. Amen. Now, Jason's got a feel. Daryl's got a feel. Andy's got a feel. Every one of us has a feel. You begin to see that the preacher has a feel. You begin to see that, hey, that preacher's not as loving as he used to be. Uh, he doesn't... Uh, give me the attention that he used to he doesn't preach very good anymore and uh, he is right contrary the older he gets the more contrary he becomes uh, he can uh, he's stubborn and he expects so much out of me i think we need to get another pastor i think it's time that we get a new treasure What I'm saying here this morning, you better be careful of the field that you see, and get your you get your eyes off the treasure. And you're going to always have, regardless of where you go, you're going to have the weeds, you're going to have the mosquitoes, you're going to have the snakes, you're going to have obstacles to get to that treasure. I was smart. I waited till fall. I waited till the weeds melted down. I waited till the snakes had to go home. Then I went back to the old home place. And I got a, a world of treasure of old coins, pocket knives, rings, so many different things. And I had them all stored up. But while I was enjoying the treasure, somebody else wanted it worse than I did. And so somebody came by while I was at church and borrowed it. And all of my stuff that I had hunted and all of the things that I had put invested in and time that Got lost so quickly. Could I say to us this morning? Could I point you to one this morning that doesn't have a feel? Could I point you to one this morning that you can find no fault in? Could I point you to one this morning that if you will look unto him, that you will find into that that the treasure here will be well worth you giving that. You find that that into that all of your great leaders. Had fields. I go through the Bible and I find into that that Abraham had a field. Uh, Moses had a field. Noah had a field. Uh, David had a field. All of these men had fields that had obstacles. Samson had a field. Paul had a field. John Mark had a field. Peter, oh my goodness, had a real field, didn't he? But hey... All of these turned out to be great leaders and great men for God. Can I say to you this morning that Jesus Christ loved the world that he was willing to die for? Did he see all of the obstacles? Did he see all of the weeds? Did he see all of the the, uh, infirmities? Did he see all of the things that the weaknesses of man? yes. But he still was willing to take and to go to that old rugged cross and there give his life for a sinner such as I who has a field that is filled with so many obstacles. But he overlooked the field and said, Come to me. I will forgive you. I will accept you into my kingdom. I will give unto you the gift of eternal life. My blood is able to cleanse of all sin. I found that after 50 years That treasure gets brighter. That treasure gets more loving. That treasure becomes the more a part of my life that I want to yield and serve and give to. He's my savior. He's my redeemer. He's the one that went through all of the beatings. He's the one that took all of the pain and the sorrow upon him. He's the one that they mistreated. He took all of that upon him for a sinner such as I with such a feel. He who had no feel took my feel and gave me forgiveness. The devil comes in and sows the tares You be careful, wife, they don't sow no tares into your marriage. Be careful, husband, that he don't sow any tares into your family. Be careful, church member, that he doesn't sow any tares into you to where that you have a different view of, of the treasure and can only see the field. That I say to us this morning, it would eliminate a lot of our problems in our homes and in our church if we realize each one has a field. None of you are perfect. None of you have have attained to perfection yet. Well, one day we will be, but as long as we're in this flesh, we have a field, and into that, and there's a treasure in that field. Though, go get the treasure hide it. And one day God is going to come and take his children, us out of all the fields. There'll be no more obstacles. We'll be, have a perfect body. It'll be in a perfect environment. And what a glorious, glorious day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. Shall we stand? Amen.